the FCS college football experience, Missouri Valley conference preview and picks and week zero FCS picks uh, episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes. Yeah, score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sports gambling slash Patreon sports gambling slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by game time. Download the game time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX. Once again, that is CFBX for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. Hey, everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The FCS College Football Experience, Missouri Valley Conference 2023 season preview, and our week zero picks. End of the episode, we'll pick the three FCS upon FCS games as we get ready for week one next week. Uh, let's talk about the, your your Penguins of uh, Youngstown State because um, I am kind of excited to see them this year. I think I think they were better than what we thought they were a year ago. If you go look at like their schedule last year, seven and four, they got, they got, you know, slapped by uh, Kentucky 31, nothing, but man, they were in some of those losses, three point loss to Missouri state, five point loss to North Dakota. I just think they're kind of probably better than what, you know, what we think they are. Um, and this is your, uh, your alma mater. So I feel like I should just tell you why uh, I'm surprised that you're being this honest and having them this far back. Why do you have them this far back? Um, honestly, it's the schedule for Indiana state is why I have them uh, behind them. Um, and I, I think the teams up at the top at the top of the conference are just a little bit better. I, I think this penguins team, Doug Phillips, I think he has them ahead of schedule as of last year. So he came in, he went one and six in his first year, three and seven in his second year, flipped it all the way to seven and four. So I, I think he's got him ahead of schedule. This was a young team last year, particularly on defense and in the wide receiver room. And all those guys are basically coming back. Uh, it's it's time to get excited about Northeast football, man. This this is coming. Let's this go. Team's ready to go. <laughs> now, so. uh, obviously losing J- J- Jaleel McLaughlin, mm-hmm. he was a fucking stud, uh, huge. Um, but who's going to replace him? Do we know who's going to replace McLaughlin? I mean, the name I'm seeing is, is Dre Rushton. Uh, that was just the kind of the next man up. I, I didn't really see anything else that jumped out. You know, this isn't one of the teams that went out and brought in a ton of transfers. So, uh, it looks like next man up's Dre Rushton. 
culture. It's about culture. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is this is a team that I think could be an FCS playoff team. Am I am I crazy for making that assumption? I think one of them or Indiana State actually is going to be an FCS playoff team. I think so. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think Youngstown State's one that uh, people get a little more excited about being in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is Bob Bob Nielsen's. Eighth, no, I'm sorry, not Bob Nielsen. What am I? Who am I why am I fucking retarded here? Um, <laughs> this is uh, what's his uh, Doug Phillips third Doug year. Phillips. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's 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 uh, let's examine this roster. Um, their offensive line, 86 career starts return. 86 career starts. Mm-hmm. If I feel like they're just going to have somebody in the backfield to be running wild here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like, man, that's, you don't normally get that. Not even in the FBS. So that's huge. I don't know. I feel like this team's probably gonna be better than what we think just because they lose McLaughlin. Uh, let's let's talk about the schedule because week one, they're home to Valpo Thursday night. Then they're at Ohio state. Wow. Love that game, the Trestle Bowl. Um, then they're home to Robert Morris, so you gotta love the non-con outside of Ohio State, right? Absolutely, and uh, I'm kind of excited to bet that Ohio State game too. I, I, I think uh, I, I don't think they're gonna run it up on Jim Trestle's Penguins, so I'm, I'm really excited to catch like a cool forty and just take it. <laughs> Do you think this is a, a make or break year for uh, for Phillips? He's like what? He's a, he's eleven and seventeen, and and this is his third year. They're used to winning at Youngstown State. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been a dicey little stretch for a little while. I mean, this is you know they haven't been to the FCS playoffs since 2016, so um, they're they're hungry for it. I, I I know everyone thought Coach Bo coming back uh, to the to the Youngstown area. Everybody thought that was it. Like, here we go, we got Bo back. He's gonna run out on the sideline with the with his damn cat, you know, we're ready to go. <laughs> I would, I would go running on the bike trail out in uh, mill Creek park, big park out there in the Youngstown area. We all love it. It's the only damn thing to do in town. Um, and everybody <laughs> would see coach Bo and everybody would yell coach Bo would be running every morning. Hey, Hey Bo, you know? So yeah. we were excited about that one and, and it fell through. So Doug Phillips, I, I think he's got another year unless this year is absolutely catastrophic because he does have him ahead of schedule and, and things are ramping up and they're getting excited. So I wouldn't say hot seat unless, you know, you go two, three wins, then probably out. Could he go three and one on the road schedule? Let's talk about this. Cause I, we both have them two and one in the non-con uh, then a bye week. Then they're at Northern Iowa home to Southern Illinois at South Dakota, home to Illinois state, home to Missouri state at Indiana state home to South Dakota state. And then at Murray state to me, if they can win the Northern Iowa and Indiana state games, or just one of those, I think that, and it's take care of business with exception of the South Dakota state game. They don't play North Dakota state. You gotta be a little bullish on the penguins getting it done. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, and, and it's kind of how you would like it. Like you, you get South Dakota state at home. So you, that's the best you can do right there. Right. And then you have the bye week before the Northern Iowa game. I have them dropping both of those games. And the big difference for me was I have them losing that Indiana state game with it being right before the South Dakota state game. Mm. I think that's a tricky, tricky trap game on the road right there. Mm, mm, mm. All right. 
All right. Uh, like you gotta appreciate the honesty of Mike Rose here. Uh, all right. Let's uh, hop on over and talk about number. Well, okay. So yeah, I had Indiana state. So wait, where do you, where did you have Indiana state at five? Okay. My number five is the North Dakota fighting Hawks. Wait, where, where'd you have Indiana state? Indiana state. I had it at, uh, wait, I had them. At, you know, you're right. I had them at five. Okay. Yeah. No, I had them at five at number four. I have, uh, the fighting Hawks and Tommy Schuster and company. Who'd you have in number four? Number four. I also have North Dakota. Oh, yeah. you sandbagging son of a gun. <laughs> uh, Tommy Schuster, fr- you know, stud stud mm-hmm. and uh, their offensive line stands out too, as well as uh Bo Belquist, 140 career receptions, getting it done. Um, they also have Wesley Elador. This, this team should be rolling again. And uh, Hey, I mean, I feel like, could this be their year? I feel like they've been knocking on the door for a while. Um, fighting Hawks. Talk to me about this squad. What you feel about the, them heading into the, the season, man? Yeah. So one thing I was looking at was running back Tyler. Who's been uh, leaving. He's gone. He got a thousand yards, 12 touchdowns last year. And I was like, okay, well there's a mark against them right off the bat. And then I look through and I see Isaiah Smith coming in that man. He had 447 y- rushing yards. Doesn't sound impressive. yards per carry though. So I think that's going to be fine behind that offensive line. Um, A couple other guys coming back there, all the wide receivers coming Uh, Wesley Eliador. He's coming in from South Dakota. So I don't know if that deserves the gunshot noise because that's (laughs) pretty brutal. That definitely does. That definitely (laughs) does. I mean, what's going on here? What is going on in the world with these portal kids? All right. <laughs> no respect, man. These kids these days. <laughs> uh, defense brings back a ton, too, man. Uh, you know, what I'm seeing three of their top five tacklers, uh, defensive lineman Ben McNabe, uh, six and a half sacks there. So a lot coming back. And I'll tell you, I was razor close to having this team higher, like really, really, really close. Uh, wow. Okay. That that is interesting then because uh yeah, I had them at four. I, I think it's gonna be fascinating to watch that story um on on essentially, you know, could this be the year? Let's talk about the schedule though, because the schedule is fun, but fucking it's got its challenges, man. <laughs> Especially like the year. front half. The <laughs> second half, I feel like they can kind of then kind of fly a little bit there. Uh, they open up against Drake, the Bulldogs. That should be fine. But then you get the Potato Bowl going mm-hmm. on here uh, against Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks. There, that's an interesting game. Who do you have winning that? I got them two and oh, I got them. I got them taken down both. I th- I think they're flat out the better team. I know you know rivalry, anything can happen, but I think they're the better team. Okay, and then they're at Boise State. Um, this game is awesome. I love this game at Boise State. <laughs> Uh, I think Boise gets them on the, just cause the Smurf turf, but how about your next two games? How about playing at Boise and then at South Dakota state? Now I know they get the buy in between, but fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it's brutal. Um, they, you they better win the potato year. bowl. You better win the <laughs> potato bowl or, or this season could be going down the toilet fast after South Dakota state. They're home to Western Illinois for homecoming, then home to North Dakota state, the bison. And I'd like even getting this two game stretch here, home to North Dakota State, then at the U, the UNI Dome, 
to take on Northern Iowa, followed by Indiana State. I mean, this is a gauntlet that they have here, man. Yeah, after, that's 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 the problem. <laughs> after that, it's like smooth sailing. Okay, at Murray State, at South Dakota, home to Illinois State. I feel like that's favorable, but man, the middle of the season from September, like from September 9th to October 28th, you have one gimme game and that's homecoming, but fuck, I, I don't feel good about that. Um, that's pr- essentially what made me f- pick them at fourth was the fact that I just don't, this schedule is kind of brutal to me. So is this the hardest schedule you think so far? Uh I think it is for sure. I, I really do. I mean, you're, you're pulling pretty much all the top dogs there, um, man. I, they catch North Dakota state. It's the second leg of a back to back for North Dakota state. And I, I was so cl- like, I, I actually like gave them the win and then scratched it out. And I was like, no, you're just trying to be kind of contrarian. You're trying not to go chalk. Like you're forcing it. <laughs> but, but I think, I think it's going to be a game this year, man. I really do. Uh, yeah, I do too. I do too. Especially because North Dakota state, I feel like is losing their edge, man. Mm-hmm. Hate to tell you bison fans out there. I feel like they're, they're starting to lose their edge and I'll talk more about that in a second, but I want to tell you we're brought to you by game time. Uh, look folks, um, buying your tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. Um, Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals uh, last second. Uh, you know, you could what what better place to grab a last second deal than game time? And they have the game time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's getting it done. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app. Uh, create an account. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. You got, you got until September 7th folks to get your, to get your fantasy draft in. It's fantasy season right now. All right. And the best ball mania tournament that underdog fantasy has is fucking incredible. Uh, It's the largest fantasy football contest of all time. $15 million up for grabs. All right. Including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win it all? Uh, the time is now. The last day of your fantasy football draft uh, is, uh, you know, September seventh, as I alluded to, over at Underdog Fantasy. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com and find them in the App Store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to uh, get your first deposit doubled up to hundred dollars. Once again, that's UnderdogFantasy.com promo code SGPN. Concerned with your play? Call one eight hundred Gambler. All right, we are getting close to the end of the run here in the Missouri Valley Conference. And here we go. Um, who do you have at number three? Yeah, I'd, I'd set the odds at about uh, minus 700 that we might have the same top three here. So uh, I have uh, Northern Iowa is where I'm at at number three. Uh-oh, uh-oh, did you do it? I got North Dakota State at number three. <laughs> it is, okay. Uh, look, I get it. The Bison have been a fucking dynasty and maybe I'm gonna look like an idiot. I get it, they return Cam Miller. Who's super experienced, but the problem is you can be all the experience you want. He's not Trey Lance. He's not uh Carson Wentz, Easton Stick, any of those guys. That is why, and to me, they keep taking hits, coordinators, coaches, leaving, portal, losses. I feel like Colorado State came in and took their coach and like five of their players. I I just maybe I'm just full of shit here. 
and I'm just hoping for change, which is fair. I just feel like you go back and look to look at last season, man, last season. And, and remember they lost their defense coordinator to Northwestern after, uh, after that last season, they, uh, well, they should, probably should have beat Arizona. No, it was a, that was like a 50, 50 game, but they showed they weren't as dominant as normal. They lost to South Dakota state, obviously, you know, in the national championship by 24 and also at the Fargo dome by two, which they gave up a big lead in that game. But if you look at some of the incarnate word game in the FCS playoffs, they should have lost that game. Terrible fucking call. The Southern Illinois game. I watched that game. It looked like they were going to get beat for a second there. They, they get it done. The Indiana state game. I watched that. They didn't look like them, their, their normal selves. I worry that, you know, uh, that perhaps it's easy to see a tide turn. I just feel like that this has been accumulating for a while now. And I, I'm just, I, I, I need to see, I need to see it. But I think Northern Iowa, if everything stays healthy, the O'Day and everything in Northern Iowa, I, I think they could do it. Uh, obviously, the offensive line play for North Dakota State is always awesome. All right. And they will probably be very good again. And that's why it might be foolish of me to fade them. But I know they have Jake Kubis. I know they have Jalen Sundell. Um, I know they have uh, Donnie Ventri. Vent- the, all their offensive line is always dominant. And that's why it's stupid for me to fade them. And Tamaric Williams is probably going to run wild. But I can't trust Cam Miller. I actually don't have him as a top four quarterback in the league. And that is the difference to me. The defense also, like I said, they keep taking hits in the portal, the coaches. You can't keep doing that. It's going to add up. I know the defensive line still has Will Mostert and Eli Mostert, the Mostert brothers. But damn, if I don't think this team is as dominant as they used to be, man. So I'm taking a shot on them finishing third. You? Yeah, uh, I I mean I have them at two, but I, I definitely see what you're saying. It's it's the play in the trenches on both sides of the ball that was really kind of what like I, I just couldn't really push myself to drop them down, and I really wanted to. Like I said, I wanted to have North Dakota beat them. I wanted to get them to have them get them. I equate it to a team that I've been watching steadily decline for the same reasons. I think the same thing about Appalachian State, Appalachian State in the uh, in the Sun Belt where. You know, they keep having coaches turn over here and yeah. players transferring out and and you're starting to see it be a different looking team so much so that, you know, I know you guys locked it up, but um, I didn't take the over on them on the six and a half because I was kind of like, I, I don't know anymore. I don't know if this team has the same edge. And that's how I kind of feel about North Dakota State. You hit the nail on the head. It's the trench play uh, that, that really, I think, just still keeps them a leg up because it's so tough on both sides of the ball and, and they could just they can run all over you. Their secondary seems to be the weakest it's been in some time, or at least the more uh, most unknown it's been in some time. I think that's one of the reasons why the quarterback play, the secondary play, and I feel like their skill position players aren't as good as they used to be. But I mean, the non-con is favorable, but let's talk about this because you know, they get that game against Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington was ass last year. They were like four and seven. But if they can, they brought in a slew of transfers. If Eastern Washington, we've they've always been off, you know, good on offense. It's the defense that's been terrible. That game is interesting to me. I kind of think the way Eastern Washington was defensively, that North North Dakota State would just run it down. You know, uh, you know, John Reagan's two point oh, 
Hunter Lepke's gone, but uh, um, that game is interesting to me. Now after that, they get the main Black Bears. Maine sucks this year, but then remember a team that we were high on in the UAC, mm-hmm. the Central Arkansas Bears. I know they got to go to the Fargo Dome, but I'm intrigued. Do they lose any in the non-con? I I say no. I, I'm very very excited for that Central Arkansas game. If that was a neutral site, I might even go the other way on it because I think that's a team that could hang with them, running the ball and, and playing physical football, but. Uh, being at the Fargo Dome, I got I got them three and zero for for the stretch. That I do too. And then they have a bye week, home to South Dakota, then at Missouri State, followed by the back to back away that you alluded to earlier at Grand, you know, in Grand Forks against the Fighting Hawks. That's a sneaky game to me. That's a losable game. I still gave it to them. Uh, then they're home to Western Illinois. They're home to Murray State, and then they got the Dakota Marker game. Which, folks, once again, if you love college football rivalries, you need to watch that one because it's only been happening. Since 1903, people. 1903. Love that rivalry. Um, but this is a loss to me. I think South Dakota State will beat the piss out of them. I really do. I think it'll be like a 20 point loss. Um, then they're home to Southern Illinois, which I think is sneaky because it's the Harvest Bowl, right? And then this is the big one to me. Their final three, like the schedule's harder because of the final three games. I think all three of those games are interesting games. I think they're going to go one and two in that stretch, and that is the difference on them finishing third, as a or from from third as opposed to second. Now let's talk about Northern Iowa because I'm I I can this be the year? Can this be the year? I mean, they got the, they got the quarterback. I don't know how the fuck they were six and five last year. I really don't. Because look, you you look at the schedule. It it drives me crazy because you're just like they almost beat South Dakota State, man. That was a three point game. They almost beat Illinois State, two point game. They have so if you throw out the Air Force loss, which by the way, Air Force almost went undefeated in the FBS. I think they were 17 points away from being undefeated. Their four other losses, uh, three of them were playoff teams, right? Or no, yeah, three three were playoff teams, I believe. Uh, Their total losses by those teams. Uh, what? So Sac State got it by 16, but the other ones, North Dakota by two, Illinois State by two, South Dakota State by three. I mean, they're right fucking there, man. They're right there. Sac State somehow got the best of them, but the, they beat Indiana State. You know, they 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 beat South Dakota by like what 40? I feel like um, this is the year. This has got to be the year for them to do it, in my opinion. This is this is just it's, it's got to be the year. Um, they have talent too. Like Theo Day, you could argue. Now I wouldn't agree. I, I don't have him as the top quarterback in the conference, but you could make the case that uh, you know they might have the best quarterback in the conference. Um, besides that, I just think that their their defense is always solid to me, and they're capable of just if they can just take that step offensively. And that's, that's, I'm a little bit worried about the line of scrimmage, you know, but um, I think this team's going to be very good. So talk to me about Northern Iowa. What do you think of, of the Panthers? You know what I think, man, is I think you just sold me on it. I I think you, you just gave me the reason I needed the motivation I needed to switch. I think uh, one of the main things is we just really talked about the the coaching turnover, stuff like that. And we, we, you know, obviously shit all over uh, Cam Miller there. 
you know, you got Theo Day. He's probably a top five quarterback in all of all of FCS football. And then you're talking about Coach Mark Farley, who's been with this program since 2001. He's 17 seasons deep. He's got seven conference championships, 174 wins. That's a recipe to beat a team that's starting to slip a little bit. And and you really got to look at that championship game last year for North Dakota State against South Dakota State. Look at them get smacked by the Jackrabbits in that championship game and yeah. say, that's a step back. And you're telling me that this Northern Iowa team is going to get that North Dakota State team at the end of the season after North Dakota State runs that gauntlet of two straight uh, rivalry games and then you're going on the road. You sold me, dude. I'm in. I- I'm taking Northern Iowa at number two. We might be the only people calling for this, but <laughs> um, let's go. Let's go. I mean that, and that sets up for number one. You guys know we have it number one. And did you probably- did you see the running back by the way that, that's coming in here from UTSA, Tyjeri Edwards, six foot four, two hundred and thirty freaking pounds. Yeah, they brought in him and a Vandy <laughs> transfer. They brought in a Vandy transfer mm-hmm. at the running back spot too. Uh, let's talk about uh, South Dakota State though, man, because they're going to be loaded again. I mean, talk about the backfield, Isaiah <laughs> Davis and Mark Gronowski. This is the best one-two punch, and then you add in what they're able to do on the, the offensive line's got studs everywhere. Their tight end Zach Haynes stud, uh, Jaden Janky's back, Jackson Janky's back. Uh, even love the fullback Michael Morgan. This team's gonna roll through everybody. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess. Hold on, did we skip over the Northern Iowa schedule? No, we went through that, right? No, uh, we didn't. We didn't. No, we didn't hit that. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Before I get to South Dakota State. See, I've been recording all day. I'm, it's at the end of the week. Uh, there, how about the fact Iowa State's going to have suspensions for Northern Iowa uh, week mm-hmm. one, dude? I kind of think they're going to beat them. <laughs> it's really possible. Those games are always crazy when they're when they're at full strength. Then they get Weber State, tough non non con game. But I I got them going two and zero, and then they go to Holt Arena and Pocatello. I think they're undefeated. I mean, or either two or one or undefeated. In the yeah, non gun. Yeah, I, I got him. I got him winning winning. Uh wait, 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 wait. No. I'm sorry. I was looking at South Dakota State. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I got him going two and one, but that Iowa State game, uh, we'll have to ask the players on Iowa State who they're betting on and kind of reevaluate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I do have them losing it, but it's a super winnable game. And it and it always is, honestly. That they always play them tough, both Iowa teams. And then they get a bye week, they're home, they host Youngstown. They need to not trip up though, man. They need to make sure they handle business at home, uh, because look, you can lose two games as long as you beat North Dakota State. Um, they can't fuck up when they when Youngstown comes to town on September thirtieth. The very next week, if they win this game, I think it's huge. But even if they were to lose this game and the next game to South Dakota State, as long as you beat Youngstown at home and as long as you beat North Dakota State at home. I think it'll set up and they need to make sure that Illinois state doesn't knock them off. Uh, Cause that's at Hancock stadium in normal Illinois, but I think it sets up nice for them. I like the final month of the season. Um, once again, there's that four game stretch Youngstown at Indiana state at South Dakota state home to North Dakota, maybe even five game stretch at Illinois state. If they can just go three and two or, you know, three and two right there. That's all they need to do. Three and two, and then handle business the rest of the way in the conference. How many losses do you have? I only have them with two losses. Yeah, I have them at two losses as well. Let's go. Now let's talk about the South Dakota State schedule because I mean, 
are they going to lose a game? They get Western Oregon on Thursday. What? So, why? Look, okay, hold on. I'm gonna. I just want to like. You said you said it's the it's the SEC of the uh, of the FCS, right? Well, hear me that's, out. That's here. why. Hear me out here. Weber State's a very good school, right? In the playoffs every year, Weber State plays Central Washington on Thursday, August 31st, right? Central Washington D two, just like Western Oregon. Central Washington and Western Oregon sound like a fun matchup. Those two should be playing each other. Meanwhile, in my opinion. Weber state should be playing South Dakota state, but in a perfect world, um, they're going to beat the shit out of Western Oregon. That sets up for the beef bowl because week two is awesome. Best game of the FCS season. Probably Montana state in Brooking, South Dakota. I can't wait for that game. I have South Dakota state winning and then they go to target field. What's with all these games at target field to take on Drake. Then, uh, then they get, I mean, home, the North Dakota. I think they win that one. Then at Illinois state home, the Northern Iowa at the Salukis at South, South Dakota home, the North Dakota state in the DeMar- in the Dakota marker game. This is a sneaky one here. Mm-hmm. November 11th. I still though think this team's going undefeated. I, I have them going undefeated too. Uh, the Youngstown State game is the only game I kind of thought about, but uh, you know, there's no. It's it's you're 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 South Dakota team. You're not going to be scared of uh, the cold, cold Youngstown weather with the lake effect snow or anything like that. So uh, I think they're going to be geared for it. But I think that game's going to be closer than people expect. I got them winning out. Yeah, certainly. Me too. Um, all right, look, folks, that's our order. I mean, we went chalk, but we gave you a surprise. How about that? Uh, look, before we get out of here, cause we still got to pick week zero games, three of them FCS. Um, want to tell you folks that the FCS college football experience, Missouri Valley, 2023 season previews brought to you by DraftKings. Yes. You've waited all year long and the time has finally arrived. College football is back. And so are the traditions. So are the tailgates and so are the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms: Sportsbook.DraftKings.com/slash/football/terms. Uh, we're also brought to you by sports gambling podcast, Patreon. Make sure you check it out. I mean, sign up for the exclusive Patreon and you'll get access to a thousand dollar first place prize. And for our NFL win totals contest, we also have a week zero college football prize. And the guys just recorded their first gambling podcast uh, stories podcast, just for the patrons chronicling the birth of SGPN. Uh, there's even a discord channel just for the patrons sports gambling podcast, SGPN. Yes. Us. We have, and we always will give out our picks for free. So don't get it twisted. This is just a, uh, it's a good way to support the network and fight back against the corporate hacks, corporate gambling that don't want to talk about FCS college football, sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right, here we go. And look, we just got news too, man. I mean, how about, uh, how about this? How about this buddy Pew? Buddy Pugh, the head coach 
of South Carolina State. This guy, Oliver B- Buddy Pew, some may know him as. He has been the face of South Carolina State Bulldog football since 2002. And get this, he has been with the program since 1997, folks. And you could argue, because he was a high school coach before that, his time in at South Dakota, uh, South Dakota, South Carolina State goes back to when he played as an offensive lineman there in 1971 to 1974. He also was an assistant in 79 all the way to 88 before he went to high school ranks. And then he came back in 97. Holy hell. He's got three national championships, uh, eight MEAC championships. He's a four time coach of the year. And he says, this is his final year. What do you think about that? Mike? I think uh, coach Pew there. I think he's a very smart man, and I think he knows he has a really big game coming up tomorrow. And I think uh, yes. it's not so much a Kobe Bryant drop the mic type moment. I want my farewell tour. I think it's more so. Uh, hey, we got a big game coming up. I'm going to drop this, and we're going to we're going to win one for the Gipper, huh? Let's, Let's talk. You win that for the Gipper because I see them getting nine points in Atlanta Center Park Stadium, where Terry Pendleton and Fred McGriff used to hit dingers, buddy. It's my favorite play of the FCS week week zero. I'm taking the nine. I'm going to sprinkle some of the money line against TC Taylor and Jackson state. I still think Jackson state, you know, it's going to be a good game, but what are you doing here? No, same exact thing. And it, uh, it became my favorite game after I, I saw the news with uh, buddy Pew. So uh, a lot of questions on that Jackson, Jackson state sideline there. A lot of things to figure out. You expect a tough game in the MEAC uh, swag challenge. And I, I think it's going to be every bit as tough as we think. Definitely sprinkle on the money line. I'm taking the points all day. There we go. Okay. And uh, we have North Alabama and Mercer squaring off in Montgomery, Alabama. You got Noah Walters back at the quarterback position for the lines of North Alabama, but Mercer, they replaced Fred Payton with Carter Peavy. They returned 10 of 11 starters on the defensive side of the ball. North Alabama lost a lot of close games, but this spread is sitting there at 16 and a half points. Why am I f- crazy for doing this? But I am going to lay the 16 and a half just because brand new head coach, uh, new offense, new defense. I know he's trying to do that high octane offense. They got some good running backs and a wide outs, but the defense seems inexperienced. I mean, I guess they got nine starters returning though. How do, I guess I don't make that much sense when I say that, but uh, oh, man, this is a hard one for me. I'm going to lay it just because I think Mercer's quality. What are you doing here? This one's, this one's really, really tough. If, if this game wasn't at a neutral site, if this was a home game for Mercer, I think I would definitely lay it. Cause one thing about Mercer last year is uh, when they won, they won big, they fucked some teams up. Um, North Alabama, though, they do have talent on that offensive side of the ball. Noah Walters, you mentioned it. He was a Jerry Rice award finalist. So, I mean, that's, that's a piece coming back and they do have some returning talent. Maybe they're a little more fired up with a uh, new coach, uh, Brett Dearman in there. And this is a neutral site game. Maybe you catch Mercer sleeping a little too long. I'm going to take the points with North Alabama, but probably the game I have the least feel for. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, you got flow sports. <laughs> You got to watch this one here. Fordham, Albany. This, this was a, there was a wild game a year ago. This was a wild game a year ago. Uh, 
but Albany lost. They, they blew a big lead. Tim Demorat's gone though. The offense coordinator's gone. Their backup quarterback transferred with the OC or to the OC's location in uh, at Old Dominion. The defense does return seven of eleven for Fordham, but the defense wasn't very good last year. Meanwhile, Albany brings in CAA freshman of the year Reese Palfenberger. Um, they did lose their top pass catcher and their top running back, but they still bring back they bring back four or five offensive linemen. Albany is laying seven and a half right now. This game will probably be crazy. I'm still going to lay the points, but damn, if I don't think this is going to be a lot of scoring still, but I think Poffenberg is going to have a little too much. Fordham's defense was awful last year. What are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's exactly my breakdown. I was really surprised to see, uh, I think the bookmakers basically they nailed this line. I, I thought this was going to be a lot closer when you look at Fordham and see what they did last year. You look at Albany, see what they did last year. So my advice on this game, yes, I'm going to say Albany minus seven and a half for the purpose of this, of this uh, show here, but I'm going to say, let the public mess with this number a little bit, let it come down a little bit tomorrow and then go ahead and hammer Albany. I think they win by more than a touchdown. I just feel a lot more comfortable if the line was there too. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And by the way, folks, FCS lines move like fucking crazy. So think Mike Mike has a point there in that way. Uh yeah, folks, that's our show. Do it. Let's let's lock up a game. I think it's South Carolina State plus the plus the nine. And that's shop around. I think you <laughs> might be able to find a nine and a half out there too. Um yeah, I lock that up. Buddy Pew. There we go. Folks, we will be back. Uh I don't know. We gotta talk about schedule, but we'll be back to preview week one. But obviously Thursday and Friday there's a shit ton of games. Uh we got you covered here on the FCS college football experience. Remember subscribe wherever podcasts can be found and also give Mike a follow Mike Rose doing, doing the Lord's work. Um, he's at GCG underscore wins. Once again, I have it somewhere here, uh, but it, yeah, at GCG underscore wins. I got it. Here it is. Uh, there it is. Uh, so give them follow on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us a follow. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And make sure you check out the college football experience. I broke down all 133 college football teams. Still releasing those things. They've all been recorded, all but I think one. So uh, that's happening. All the teams playing this weekend. You can go listen to those team previews. Um, also, check out the DFS show. We do a DFS show talking about the top DFS plays for the weekend. Uh, we also host the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience and the big 12 experience. We come together. Those are all separate podcasts. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Check out the sports gambling podcast as well as they break down all 32 NFL teams until next time. This is the college football experience, FCS style and Missouri Valley style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.